This is News Talk 980 CKNW. It is time to check in with Rick Forchuk and find out what has opened in theaters as well as what's on the various streaming devices. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Jill. Good morning, and we start with a big, big film. It is big. It's big in many ways. Uh, one of the things that's made big about it is it's made for IMAX, and if you have the opportunity to see this on the IMAX screen, that's the way to do it. Uh, this film chronicles the events on the beaches of Dunkirk, France, in late May and early June of 1940, and Jill, it's one of the most original and most gripping World War II films ever made, quite unlike anything I've ever seen before. Christopher Nolan wrote the script and directed this amazing film that uses the large format to paint a portrait of an event that stands on its own as a pivotal point in history. The German forces had surrounded the combined forces of the U.K., Belgium, and France on three sides with the ocean on the fourth and spent a few days determining what the best way would be to eliminate this group of 338,000 troops. Would it be by tank, from the air, or by the sea? Well, it was an almost academic decision with the end clearly in the minds of Hitler's general. Uh, generals. This would be the first step towards successfully taking Britain as well as France and the rest of Europe. Concerned about the next phase, which would become the Battle of Britain, Sir Winston Churchill, he wasn't Sir then, but Churchill and his military minds chose to devote very few resources to helping get the third of a million men and women out of harm's way. To deploy too many aircraft, too many ships, would put the defense of the homeland in serious jeopardy. As a result, just a handful of British aircraft, mostly Spitfires, and a few destroyers were put into action. Uh, but the call went out across Britain for civilian help. If you were a fisherman, a sport, or a pleasure boater, you were encouraged to navigate the English Channel to Dunkirk to help with the evacuation. At the end of it all, 338,226 troops were evacuated. 68,111 members of the British Expeditionary Force were captured or killed. 40,000 French troops were captured when Dunkirk fell, and 1,000 Dunkirk private citizens were killed, with 126 members of the Merchant Marine also lost. 933 ships were used in the evacuation, of which 216 were lost, but the private boats numbered in the thousands, mobilized to help, some making one trip, others making as many as ten. Now, Jill, this is not a star-driven movie, despite the role played by pop star Harry Styles of One Direction and the excellent performances by Oscar winner Mark Rylance from Bridge of Spies and Tom Hardy from The Dark Knight as a Spitfire pilot. Three stories are folded together by director Nolan using representative air battles, land battles, and sea battles. Nolan actually flew a Spitfire so that he'd understand the dynamics of the aircraft and its signature Rolls-Royce Merlin engines for the film. He also had a wing camera and a cockpit camera installed for perfect realism. Even more groundbreaking than the first 21 minutes of Saving Private Ryan, I found this just an exceptional story of what still remains, I think, as the most amazing generation in modern times. The rating is 14A. It's called Dunkirk. It's a fabulous movie. All right. And made for IMAX. So good to keep that in mind uh, if you're going to check that one out. Uh, we will move on. Uh, this uh, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Yes, this film by director Luc Besson, who did The Fifth Element and Taken, has had very mixed reviews, some saying it's the worst movie of the year. I found it visually stunning with a story that made perfect sense and fit the rhythm and timing of the movie perfectly. Now, based on a series of French comic books from the 1950s and 60s, it's the story set in the 25th century of a pair of government agents tasked with recovering a one-of-a-kind artifact. 
played by Dane DeHaan from A Cure for Wellness and Carla Delevingne from Suicide Squad, they are humans in a city full of specimens and species from all over the galaxy, a place where our kind are in relatively short supply, thank goodness. Now, there was a significant human-generated conspiracy 30 years earlier that intentionally called, caused the genocide of a gentle race from the planet Mull. And the story here falls into that milieu. The special effects are sensational, and like Avatar, worlds have been created that we have just never seen before. There are some Darth Vader types who would continue to do bad things, some exceptional creatures with an extended... They, they look like an extended scene from the bar scene in Star Wars, and fine performances from Rihanna, from Ethan Hawke, and even Rutger Hauer. It is different, but offers exceptional visuals and some great storytelling. I thought it was just a good movie. Uh, it's rated 14A. That's Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Uh, yeah, you have to be a sci-fi fan to get this one, I think, but uh, very well done. All right. Uh, what about the storytelling in Girls Trip? Well, yeah, not much of a story here. Uh, this is an R-rated female-oriented comedy. It's counterpoint to Dunkirk, uh, made as a refuge, I think, for a girls' night out fun on the weekend when you don't want war. Uh, Queen Latifah, Regina Hall, Jada Pinkett-Smith, and Tiffany Haddish make a trip to New Orleans together to talk about old times and participate in the annual Essence Festival and ultimately get into a lot of trouble, do some very bad things in a sort of girl's version of The Hangover. If you blush easily or if you have any sensibilities to art-rated humor, probably not for you. Otherwise, uh, please go crazy. Help yourself. Uh, the rating's 18A. That is uh, Girl's Trip. Uh, another war movie on Netflix. Uh, yeah, Hacksaw Ridge, uh, Joe. This is from 2016. We have Desmond Doss as the real-life World War II medic, a conscientious objector based on his Seventh-day Adventist faith, who, very well played here by Andrew Garfield, endured tremendous resistance in just trying to do his part. Doss refuses to kill people. He won't shoot a gun, but he wants to serve. He's branded a coward, a whack job, and worse. Eventually, he finds himself at the Battle of Okinawa, where he becomes the first non-combatant to win the Medal of Honor. It's an excellent film with many of the originally portrayed people shown over the closing credits. The rating is 14A. That's Hacksaw Ridge, Jill. And uh, we also have Snowden on Netflix. Yeah, this is a great movie also from last year. Uh, in 2013, CIA contract operative Edward Snowden went public with what he knew, that the United States was spying on everybody, ordinary citizens, foreign nationals, regular cell phone users, and allied world leaders. Charged with treason, he remains a fugitive to this day, living in Russia. But this remarkable treatment of Snowden's motivation and his underlying purpose should be enough for the U.S. government to clear his name, but so far, that is not to be. Oliver Stone directed a superb cast with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, absolutely perfect as the title character, Oscar winner Melissa Leo as a documentary filmmaker, and Nicolas Cage as an early mentor of Snowden's. In the closing credits, watch as Gordon Levitt, as Snowden, is replaced in a lap dissolved by the real Snowden. The difference is barely discernible, so well done is this portrayal by Levitt. Uh, rated 14A, that's Snowden. It's a good movie. All right. Uh, what's over on Amazon Prime? Uh, Amazon Prime has got Area 51 from two years ago, and this is a horror thriller from director and creator Oren Pelly. He's the guy that did the Paranormal Activity movies. It follows three friends, all conspiracy theorists, who believe that there really is a UFO under wraps in Nevada's Area 51, and they set out to prove it. The now standard found footage technique shows what they uncover, which appears to be far more frightening than anything they could have imagined. For reasons not yet explained, this movie sat on the shelf for six years before being released. 
alien intervention, perhaps. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, 14A rating, that's Area 51. And one quick look at what's happening on TV, Spartan. Yep, the ultimate team challenge for fans of extreme sports. The spin-off from American Ninja Warrior wraps up its season tonight, and it's anybody's guess who will take the big prize. We have teams made up of Hollywood stunt performers, dancers, and even a Ninja Warrior team who climb over a muddy, greased-up wall, who do a water obstacle course, and who do some spear throwing, too. All wraps up tonight, Jill, on Global. All right, sounds good. Uh, Many options out there. Rick, thank you so much. We will check in with you again next weekend. Thank you, Jill. That is Rick Forchak. He's here every Sunday morning letting us know what's happening in theaters as well as on the somewhat smaller screens. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.